at 60 minutes. And Accompanied by their manager, Everybody and welcome to Into the Smowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on the show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. If you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review and a comment on the video with your thoughts. We love talking to you. We love interacting. Let's get those comments going. Also, you can follow the Galaxy Geeks everywhere on social media. That includes Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. At Galaxy Geeks EL, I'm streamlining that little portion, and you can follow the Galaxy Geeks on Twitch at Galaxy Geeks channel. With that introduction out of the way, I am Eli McKeg. I am your host, and joining me, as always, it is the power couple, Audrey Suttered. I gotta position my hands in a certain way, and Luke Suttered. How are you two doing? Doing well. Doing, doing good. Really well. Happy to be back. Yeah, another week of Smowdown done. Another Friday Night Titans, the second one. And yeah, it was a Titans and stuff happened. We got a lot of progression in the story arcs. And yeah, and also to the audience, I'm sorry for my camera setup right now. You know, where I normally am power wasn't working that great it wasn't a lot of great connections being made so yeah a lot of a lot of crazy stuff and also before we officially talk about anything i wanted to bring up two things two very important things to not only me but i think like a uh, community at large um this past sunday we recently lost a brilliant actor, popular in the film space, and also popular in the inner geekdom space. William Hurt passed away yesterday of natural causes. He was battling cancer, and unfortunately, he passed away yesterday. Also, not only did he pass away, but famous wrestler Scott Hall, aka Razor Ramon, he is currently on life support after having a like a problem with his heart happened when having hip surgery. So he's currently on life support. However, according to the doctors and his close friend, Kevin Nash, he will be taken off of life support. So we will be losing Scott Hall as well. So I just wanted to bring up the fact that a very famous actor in the film space and a very famous professional wrestler in the wrestling space since the Smowdown is both movie and wrestling. I wanted to bring those both up. So if we could have just a small moment of silence. All right. Now that that little somber tone is out of the way, I apologize, everyone, for the somber tone. Yes. Thank you, Dagan, in the chat. Thoughts to Scott Hall and his family. Yes, that's... I agree with you completely. I agree yep. with you completely. And, yeah, let's let's go into the chat. Let's see who's saying hi All to right. us. 
Brian Brian Nussbaum. Howdy ho. Howdy ho, Brian. Someone named Galaxy Geeks Luke. I wonder who that is. I I wonder who that is. Wait, am I looking? Yeah. I wonder who that is. I, I know, right? <laughs> but don't forget, everyone, please like this video if you haven't already. We are trying to, every like pushes the video more and more to more people. And we really want to grow, grow this chat because we like people. Also, flipping yes. real. I don't know about you guys, but I'm still waiting for Mr. Jackal. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm curious when this Mr. Jackal returns. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm wondering. I just know that a Mr. Jackal is on my faction in the fantasy draft. So I don't know. <laughs> Ryan. Hey, everyone. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Did Brother Lomas hack into Eli's power? Look, <laughs> yes and no, but Brother Lomas is on my side, so I feel like I'd get my power back. Maybe. Uh, Dagan? What's up, everybody? Yeah, what's Thank up, Thank you Dagan? so much, Dagan. Thank you so much for popping in to the chat. Also, for the ones in the chat, because I know of the shows that they are a part of, Flicking Real does shows weekly. Go subscribe to their channel. Also, Dagan is a part of Let's Get Ready, and they have an incredible show. They take call-ins from the fans, and I think they are an incredible show, and I cannot wait to see what they do moving forward. Mm-hmm. They're great. All channels on here are great. Sorry. <laughs> you caught me with a fry in my mouth. Of course you did. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and that was our little introduction. Look, Luke. Last week we decided to, um, Audrey, yourself, myself, we decided to go into a little new phase of doing the good, the bad, and the geek. But and then after the matches. But I think this week, because the matches were so powerful this week, I think we need to start off with the matches. What do you think? I'm good with that, especially since someone told us to in the comments and we try to follow what the comments say. Yeah, that is also true. That is also true. <laughs> so we're going to go into this show, not talking about the storyline yet. We're going to go into the matches first, and we're going to start with the undercard, which was the ruling class versus plot twist, the team of Ty Lieberman and Whitney Seibold versus the team of Liz Shannon Miller and Brandon Hanna. And I'm going to go over to Audrey first. Audrey. As the newcomer, hold on, you're over here. As the newcomer <laughs> of the Smowdown, I must ask, what were your thoughts on this match? Okay, so some of the Pixar questions I struggled with, but I don't know, like, I need to get more familiar with voice actors, but I feel like they did really good on um, the questions for the match. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they did. I felt like, yeah, I very much agree with you. Luke, what were your thoughts? What were your thoughts on this match? <laughs> I, I actually really enjoyed this match. I thought the first round, both both teams were doing great. They were bring, they were close to perfect on both sides. Plot twist was struggling. I uh, this was something I wanted to bring up. You saw Brandon Hanna and Liz Shan Miller pop into this match, and I felt like they were very interesting to say the least. Audrey, you had a a something that you were bringing up about the schninkers. What's up, stinkers? Oh, hello, stinkers. Hello, stinkers. Yes. I, 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 I love... forgot what they said. <laughs> I think that was such a interesting bringing him in as a manager and working with plot twists was great. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. I feel like this was a strong first match. Both teams were able to prove themselves and show how much of strong 
players they were individually. Um, and it got to show, like, especially in round one, we really got to see how strong all these players are, especially Whitney Seibold, who doesn't get enough attention. He, he was drafted last year, but wasn't used at all. And he was on corruption. And we all know why corruption. Look, though I am a corruption show, everyone knows this. I will say corruption likes to focus on certain players. I don't know if that's obvious. But no, never, never, no, yeah. no, never. But yeah, that I'm. I was very happy to see Whitney play um, in the match on Friday. So now that we gave our overall thoughts, how about we go round for round? How about that? So okay, just the overall. In round one, both teams missed. No, no plot twist. Both players of plot twist missed the Pixar question. I can't remember what it was exactly because I don't, I haven't written out all the questions. I remember one was for uh, the voice actors. It was Inside Out. Oh, yeah. And that one. Then it I- was, they named the actors and said, all these actors appeared in what Pixar movie? Yeah. I heard Diane Lane and I was like, ah, or Richard Kind and Diane Lane. I was like, oh, yeah, Inside Out. That was, I mean, I, Honestly, I th- I felt like the like a lot of people are saying. I think the first round's a little bit easier, but that's okay because yeah. it makes a lot more fun to watch. Um, I did want to ask this question because they are talking about this in the chat, and we're gonna dive. We'll bring up all the chat after we get done with this first uh, segment. Um, I did think Brandon Hanna as a babyface works, but they overplayed it. Like yeah, it was almost I, a fake, almost felt fake. Yeah, I, I can understand that and I see that. And again, it's one of those things where I think the reason why um, they were trying to push it so hard was because of no one believes he is a face. Everyone still thinks, oh, he's a heel. So I think the the point of that gimmick was also of... Um, of oh we need the push that he's a face and this is the only way we know how to do it also in the chat what's up brandon how you doing how about we go ahead and go through the chat since we're um yeah since Since we're we're all yeah you remember where all right you you remember where bless from flicking real uh i'd love to call do call-ins when we have enough subscribers to justify i i agree that would be cool for oh, y'all's yeah. channel for sure i'm sure calling i'm very curious about this jill angle for the stinkers yes well, we will dive into that yeah 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 uh, um dark waters man <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get to mr Irwin versus janine buzz buzz, buzz, buzz. the house of flouse i love if that is not their faction name i am disappointed that, that is would brilliant. be incredible. Dagan, uh, if that is their name, you deserve a residual check. The Hornet, I prefer Han as a heel. Thought he tried too hard to be a baby face and smiling too much. I don't disagree. I think the direction for this match, they overplayed him, and I think it did hurt him in the long run. Because here's your issue. he They were trying to do a, a character with him, mm-hmm. but you're he's just getting into doing teams. And I think that hurts him as a character altogether because he's so he's trying to get his character and get his playing all together. And you're bringing him into a team's match with he, which he's not the most comfortable with because he's an inner geekdom player. 
So I think it extra showed in this match. I think he should have just played it straight, played a played a straight babyface because I think naturally he has that. So also uh, Logan. Uh, guy didn't seem to buy hands nice person routine. Yeah, Jill which, didn't buy it either. Which is weird. I don't know what route they're going with that because it's like, are you are you trying like are you trying to get past the fans that he's a heel or I mean or a face or where are you going? Like with, this? with me being new, I didn't know he was a heel until y'all told me, and I thought he did okay as a baby face. I think I have a guess on what they're gonna do. And I think it comes into um, his the n- name of their team. They're called Plot Twist. And so I'm just assuming that there's going to be a plot twist, plot twist with his character. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm thinking. Like, sure, he's saying he's a face now, but then there's going to be a twist. Turns I... out, no, I was never a face. I was always a heel. Oh, Eli, you were wrong about something. Well, I know. I saw <laughs> when he was from the dungeon. I saw it in the chat, but the... The dungeon has the same problem. They focus <laughs> not, on certain people. You're not what? wrong. Whitney is an underrated right, player slash personality, and oh, I agree. 100%. Whitney was Whitney was so much fun. I love him. He holds shrinkers. Hello, shrinkers. Whitney was in the dungeon. Yep. I know. <laughs> the shrinkers are coming in. I've been um, loving the the which actor was not in this film question. Oh, I yes. love those questions. That to me, that's so they're different. They're, it's a different gotta, thing because you have to go into your brain and think about something that's not, um, that's not like this. Like which actor wasn't in this movie? It's like, oh, now I gotta play that entire movie in my head and think of the name that goes with the face. And if it wasn't in there, like, yeah, yeah. Then uh, the Flaus last album was trash. The one, the one before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's got to he's got to get better with his albums. I'm sorry, he's just got to get better. He, hey, his, as, his name's getting out. Hey, as Dagan said, how dare you? <laughs> how dare how you? Brandon must have been have the record for most gimmick changes over the course of a Schmodown. Yes. Well, does he? I would say he's close to it if you think about it. I'm, Who I mean, Andrew Guy there? has two. Two. That, I mean, Brandon has had at least three to four. I mean, he at was least. the Hitman. He was the Hornet. Well, he was the Hitman. But re- well, remember, uh, not just the Hitman, not just being the Hitman, there was also a character change with him being the Hitman. Mm, yeah. I mean, he ha- he's had at least three, technically four when he first premiered because he was kind of the guy holding the the briefcase for Andrew guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Brandon three, yeah, mm-hmm. three to four. And then <laughs> don't You're forget right. the hot man. <laughs> I forgot. I've got hot man. I've got hot man. I've got hot man. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Audrey, what do you think of Jillian in this match? Jillian, Jillian, remind me which one. Jillian was the, the one. The assistant who... of Flouse. <laughs> Every they all put Jillian in a corner. Yeah, <laughs> I just felt bad for. Her. Yeah, she was okay. So she was the one at the very end, like she was trying to speak, trying to speak, and like they were just like ignoring her. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's her. Oh, <laughs> oh, there were five. Bad. Oh, um, Hitman, the Hot Man, Hill Hannah, Tweener Hannah, the Hornet. Yeah. Kinda. <laughs> 
I would say no. this. I think... Mm, how do I best describe it? And I want to use wrestling terms. There is one wrestler, and I'm not, and I'm not saying Mick Foley. That's not the wrestler I'm thinking about. But there's one wrestler. It was Rikishi. They gave him like five different gimmicks before he, they landed on Rikishi, and it stuck. I feel like that's what's happening with Brandon. They're like, we need to give him until something sticks. I'm afraid the Hornet is a little gimmicky. Like, it works for right now, bringing him back, but it's a little gimmicky. I think you need to bring in more... I don't know. I think he is for him because he's gone through so many changes. The scientist. Yeah, or so, just something natural. Him being a natural... Per, his natural characteristics. Mm -hmm. Because we don't get to see his natural characteristics and he's such a cool guy like if you go to his youtube channel he does so much science and and engineering and he's so intelligent and i i think you need something to stick with him that's just natural because there's some competitors who you feel like oh this this is just natural for him i think he needs to be leaning more towards a dan merle yeah and to leo's point um Jill has stated on um, on POV certain point of view. Go check them out if you if you don't. That she is um, contract by contract basis. So it like and even um, Christian Harloff said while the show was going on with the movie trivia showdown um, YouTube channel, he stated that Jill came in this week. Someone else may come in the next time they have a match. So who knows? But anyway, that that's round one. It ends with Whitney and Ty going perfect, but Whitney going perfect, perfect with a score of 21 to 16 in favor of the ruling class. Now, in round two, the ruling class chose to spin first. They spun away from Ice Cube and they landed on scores and soundtracks. This is a deadly slice. Mm-hmm. As someone that has died on this slice before. Yes, it is. And Audrey, would you struggle with this type of slice? Yes. <laughs> I mean, plot twist. Plot twist. Well, plot twist, yeah. They stole a point. They yeah. stole they stole a question. But then hey. I mean, look at it this way. You come out of round two where plot twist is ahead by one point to the ruling class. Yeah. That's that's well that's because that's pretty bad. That's because they had an inner geekdom slice on it. And you have, um, if you have an inner geekdom slice on it and you have Liz Shannon Miller and Brandon Hanna, who really proved, Brandon, IG player, Liz Shannon Miller, really proven her IG capabilities in not just this match, but prior matches when Star Trek was brought up, you're, you're guaranteed like a pretty good round two. And that's what happened. So I want to go to Audrey. Audrey, what were your thoughts on... The ruling classes round two and plot twists round two. Hmm. I'm trying to remember everything. Like oh. I feel like go ahead. go ahead. I was just gonna say, I feel like they did really well. Good teamwork. Um the questions, there were some that tripped me up pretty bad. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, I trip up on everything, so you've seen me play. <laughs> and I wanna bring this up. Round two was when Plot Twist used all of their repeats. They used the first two in round one, 
They used the last one in round two. I I think this is dangerous for any, any team. I do not mm-hmm. think they need to be using up their uh, their repeats so early. So let's go ahead and uh, dive into round three. Mm-hmm. Round, round three, we see Cybo um, goes first for the ruling class and gets it right. R- Hannah goes first for plot twist, gets it wrong. Mm-hmm. Miller goes second for plot twist and gets it correct. Go ahead and tell you tell your your problem with Hannah missing the first first for the uh, for the plot twist. It is a Steven Spielberg classic. I don't care if he hates it or not. It is a Steven Spielberg classic. He missed Hook. I grew up with that movie. Robin Williams, Pete Peter Pan, Dustin Hoffman is Captain Hook. Oh, it's so beautiful. How oh, so could good. he miss it? Bob Hoskins is Smee. Come on. Oh, that Just movie is dishonor on your your family. Dishonor on your cow. Bangerang. Uh. Oh, it's it. I'm, I am so shocked that he has not watched that. He needs to go back and at least go watch it, even though he missed it. I think that's such a great movie to go back and watch because I think it's timeless. I really do. I think it's a movie that has great rewatchability. I mm-hmm. really do. I I think it mm-hmm. might be one of the most. There's not many Robin Williams movies that year that's not rewatchable. And I know a lot of people, even the late great John Schnepp, hates. Um, Hook. Hook is a great movie. I love that movie. Hook so is much. great. I don't care. The I only have one problem in that entire movie, and that's Julia Roberts' Tinkerbell. <laughs> that's that's the little... only thing I have a problem with. I'm not gonna lie, the Tinkerbell stuff was a little creepy. Mm, I hated it. it. I hated it. I hated it. But everything else was great. So anyway, good. moving on okay. to um. Miller, Miller goes Miller goes second for plot twist and gets it correct. Lieberman goes second for ruling class and gets it right. Plot twist gets their third question correct. The ruling class gets their third question correct. Score the ruling class thirty seven versus plot twist thirty six. I will Sad. say that when you get a match um, like this, how it was how it was basically bad though. Plot twist had a had to like catch up in round two, but then they had the lead in round two and then just like just going that way. And then it was only a one point game. It was only a one point game. That's I think, so crucial. I think in this match, I think this really shows who you have as your partner matters. Mm-hmm. And I think I would not have put Liz Shane Miller, Miller with Brandon Hannah. I mean, you can have multiple don't have different anyone teams. Else. Yeah, they didn't have anything at anyone else, but. I think in this case, I would not have Brandon Hanna in such a so quickly in teams. I think mm-hmm. you have him in an inner geekdom first to give him, I guess, people to like him more again because he's coming out of such a really low spot. Get him an inner geekdom match to kind of get him higher up, then bring him in teams. So yeah. if you if he gets those win, that win in inner geekdom, that's a safer bet because he I see him getting a win in inner geekdom a lot quicker than teams. Because mm-hmm. he's a stronger inner geekdom player. And it was really showing in this match. You yeah. saw, like, let's be honest. Sadly, this match was lost by Brandon Hanna. Yeah. Because of his his misses. That one hook question. That one hook question. And so that's I, it's sad to say that. But let's go mm-hmm. ahead and dive into the chat. Yeah, because there was a question that Dagan brought up that I want to... All right, let, I'll start a little bit early, yeah. but like, um, we'll go, we'll I wonder go top when down. we will get Ralph in the in the schmodown. I don't know who that is. 
Eli, you've got to tell me this one. I don't know. I don't Honestly. Either. All right. Uh, Ryan, Audrey, educate us. Hannah is the nicest dude ever. Yeah, I, I you really see it in, in his shows and everything he does. And you I see. met the dude personally. He's great. Leo, I was shocked Hannah missed uh, to hook on her his two-pointer. Yeah, and we were just talking about it. I'm so shocked. Uh, Hannah said on Twitter he never saw Hook, which is so sad. Bangarang! Rufio! 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 Hey! Ruling class has potential as a team. They Can they beat Shazam? Eh, maybe not, but they look pretty good in this match. They really did. You did see some weaknesses, and you if you're going against Shazam, you cannot have weakness. No, because it will be interesting, though. Because again, that we'll talk about that in the good, the bad, and the geeky with the story stuff. Um, yeah. But it was very interesting to see. It will be interesting to see if Whitney and Bibiani ever go up against each other in this yeah. team format. Because be again, fun. for the people that don't know, they were a team. They were critically acclaimed, and now look at them. Well, potentially paying again. Dagon plot twists look good too. Hannah is just. Too- the weak link for now. Yeah, for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, if you are not in LA, you will most likely not get a match. Yeah. I know. That's very unless Unless they fly them in. They can fly them in. I mean, that you because they've already said Marisol's coming in at the end of the month. So she's probably coming in soon. Ryan, Hannah will always be the weak link with Liz. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sadly, because Liz is such a good player. I mean, you yeah. saw that in this match. And then Brian, Ralph is Hannah's puppet. Uh, oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was a point. And look, Dakin mentioned it earlier. I want to bring it up. I want to bring it up because we we passed it. And it was Brandon Hanna is the Rikisha, the Schmodown. I'm so glad someone else got that reference. And it's true. It's very true. Not Again, nothing against Brandon Hanna, but it's true. You'll right. get there. You'll get there, buddy. All right, now, let's dive into the main event. And that is yeah. Janine the Machine versus Ethan Irwin. Which No, no, is- not Ethan Irwin. Mr. Irwin. I'm so I apologize to Mr. Irwin. If he Just ever watches respect, this, Luke. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He might come after us now because I did not show Mr. Irwin the respect. We did give him the name in the the title of this episode, but I apologize for not giving him the respect he just killed for. Yes. And for everyone that doesn't know. I don't know why I pointed that way. Um, But for the people that don't know, we do fantasy drafts. And this was actually a fantasy draft match for us. It was me versus Audrey. I won. See, he's got the Irwin. And then Audrey has Janine the Machine. And, well, mm -hmm. yeah, I hate to say it, but look, I am happy to say this. Luke's not the only person with points now. Someone else has points. I well, love it's okay. Points. Audrey, next week. Next week. Next week. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, um, to before we get into this, we have to acknowledge that Janine is with the dungeon now, and she had Kaiser and Kevin in. By the way, I really liked how in both of the corners, it was like the managers were staring down at each other, the singles players were staring down at each other, and the IG players were staring down at each other. A part of me wished that Alex and Nikki were there, so that the Star Wars can play players can stare down at each other. It was just like like that. Hilarious. But let's get into round number one. 
Audrey, what were your thoughts on this match? Overall thoughts? I feel like Janine was struggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even Earth, Earth, Ethan Irwin didn't get a perfect round. That was what was shocking. I mean, Ethan Trim missed, it. Ethan missed the saying. first question. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping Janine was going to get it. Like, oh, is this a sign that she's going to win? But no. Yeah. Janine missed sequels and prequels, action adventure, and they both missed romance. Mm. Leading that... round one to end with Irwin eight, Janine seven. And can I just say, I think I accidentally spilled some food. I didn't want to say that. But I just want to state that even with Mr. Irwin being a heel competitor right now, he was still giving... Um, he was still be- being respectful towards Janine. And I really enjoy that. I wonder if he's going to be one of the characters where I'm a heel, but I'm going to be respectful towards tweener. some people. He'll, he'll be more of a tweener. I, I mean, don't you know. When you're in the stars, you can't be a tweener. Well, with Ethan Irwin, you, you've got to at least lean a little tweener just because you still show respect. And the thing is, if you're going to be a full heel, you can't show respect to your competitor. Not the way that Ethan Irwin does. Well, I see Ethan, or Mr. Irwin, man, it's going to be so hard. It's going to be so hard. I see Mr. Irwin being respectful towards Janine because of the history that they have. But then any other competitor, he's going to be like, ah, (laughs) forget it. Also, you got to remember, that's like the tactic that the stars are going like, no, we're going to be nice to you. Yeah, well, we Mm. stab you in the back. Yeah. Oh, man, I am, mm, yeah. Anyway, going into round two, Janine spins modern classic, spins away from it, and lands on courtroom legal drama. And yeah, this was a rough one. I mean, but but this is a hard. This is a hard. uh, Yeah, I mean, slice. I mean, if you really think about, there's not that. I mean, there's a lot of courtroom movies, but they're not super well known movies. Like. Mm -hmm. The courtroom movies that I know about, just off the top of my head, was were Twelve Angry Men, which you released a joke and no one got. No, even Christian did not get that. And no, I, no one got it. Did you get it? No. I was just saying that, like, it, it, it seems like Christian directs twelve, ang- at least twelve Angry Men all the time. Okay, it was it was on. bad that, joke. It was yes, bad joke, was. and I'm sorry for every. I'm sorry for everyone for giving that joke and for posting that and i apologize to everyone the courtroom dramas that i know of are 12 angry men a few good men philadelphia amistad lincoln lawyer and that's it (laughs) i don't know anymore oh my cousin Vinny, but whatever i remember the one um the devil's advocate that was kind of a courtroom Mm. drama and that's a weird courtroom drama and the other one, it had Matthew McConaughey in it. I can't remember the uh, name of it. I think that's the Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah, that's, that's Lincoln the Lincoln Lawyer. lawyer? Okay. Mm-hmm. See, look at us. Look at us, Luke. We can play in the schmodown. Uh, y'all <laughs> can. Y'all can. I can't. Just saying. But there's a big thing about, and I feel like Roxy was ready to throw in a challenge about Dark Waters. Um, Janine, I think she said Black Waters. Um, and then Ethan said dark water, but the answer was dark waters. And then he even said, like, it looked like Roxy was ready to challenge. And he was like, no, 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 
No, it's fine. It's fine. Let me ask, would you have would you have challenged this? No. You don't think so? No, if I would have heard he said dark water and the answer was dark waters, as a manager, I'm like, I'm not wasting that challenge. I think I'm I yeah, yeah, because I mean, they're being more exact. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, Dark Waters and Dark Water, there is a movie called Dark Water. Two separate movies. You know what's so interesting, though, is with with how the Schmodown is this season, it seems like it's focused more on being fun, more mm-hmm. on just so much more fun this season. But with how they have this rule set up, it's so much more detailed. Like, you still have to be so specific it's so interesting. It's they're they're on a balance right now where yeah they're having fun, but they still have to be so specific. That's such a weird balance right now. Yeah, a hundred percent. And going into Ethan's round two, he landed on Samuel L. Jackson, kept it, and mm. right through it. Hey, hey, Eli, uh, mm-hmm. let's uh, stop for a second. Uh, announcement was just made officially. Scott Scott Hall has passed away. That's. Legitimately, that is legitimately heartbreaking because I own. I'm sorry, I'm about to go on a tangent. I'm sorry, we're going away from the showdown for a bit. I'm sorry, but I own this moment. Um, I owned a box set of WrestleMania's one through 15, and I think he was on a few of them, but the one that was my favorite was WrestleMania 10, and that was when him and Shawn Michaels had a ladder match. For the Intercontinental Championship. And it's one of the best ladder matches to ever watch. And Scott Hall was such a fantastic wrestler. Excuse me. He was such a fantastic wrestler. And though he did have his demons after like the late 90s and he started and he went down a dark path, he was able to clean himself up. Mm. And like recently, and he was able to um like be a brighter spot than he was. So I, it's hard to say, it's hard to, it's hard to say that he's gone, but it's nice to know that at least at the end he had, I I want to say he was happy, but I don't know. Well, and saying that, and I, it's hard to go from there. I feel so bad for the, their family and just mm-hmm. everything else going on. But let's let's dive into the chat and let's get some live li- live this up a little bit. All right, so you have um, Brian. I was hoping for the promo this match based on the history between these two. I don't think we're seeing promos. I, I think, think we're gonna. I think the only time we'll see promos are in pay per views. Yeah, I don't think like, we're getting like you can't. Like we used to. Like you can't tell me that Sam Levine versus Marisol McKee isn't gonna get a promo. If Sam wins. <laughs> well, look, I'm just going ahead and giving my prediction right now. <laughs> All right. So um, rough match for Janine, but I think she will recover from this and come out stronger. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think you're going to see him her in teams very mm-hmm. soon. But with I'm who? Just, that's the question. The Dungeons got to find someone. Uh, the Stars need a win based mm-hmm. on the whole heel storyline. Yes, they need that bad. And also, I'll just say this for Janine. It doesn't hurt her to have a loss. Because this just helps her grow oh, into yeah. like the storyline that the the larger picture storyline. This just helps her. And then it was a rough match for Janine, but I don't think Kaiser can can give what Roxy was able to give Janine last year to keep her head into it. I I think I'm not going to disagree with that. I I think because uh, personally I wouldn't have put Janine on on the stars. 
or I mean, not on the stars, on the dungeon. I just feel like it was the easy choice. And I don't think the Schmodown needed an easy choice. I think, think they needed something a little bit more out of the box. That's you know why what would have been gone. really out of the box? If she wasn't on a faction. Or the Five Horsemen. What? No, you do that after. <laughs> well, um, Dark Water is a movie with Jennifer Con- Connelly. Okay. See, well. separate movie, so he had and to then, be a little uh, bit more precise. Uh, Ethan Irwin swept swept uh, Samuel L. Jackson around to yeah. like it's no one's business. Yes. Yeah, I like with the speed that he went, I was shocked. And then Dagan just watched the Rise of Versus Michelle uh, SummerSlam nineteen ninety five. So great. Oh man, that match. And Razor Ramon was Scott Hall was so good as a wrestler, but so, yeah. So but let's we, uh, finish up ended, with round three. We re- ended round two with a score of nineteen to twelve. Round three happened, and Janine needed to get all of, if not at least, two of her questions right. Right. Just to say in the game. She got the two-pointer right. She missed the three-pointer, and I got nervous when she missed the three-pointer. I was like, okay. Well, two things. One, I really wanted Janine to win. Two, I didn't want it to end in a TKO, because if it did, Audrey would have would have went into the negatives. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want Audrey to go into the negatives. <laughs> That'd been so sad. Yeah, but I would have had two points, so I'd have just been two points behind you. But anyway, but then she gets her third question right, and then Ethan, all Ethan has to do is get one question right. And what does he do? He gets it right. And your winner with a score of 21 to 19, Ethan, Mr. Mr. Irwin. That was, so, I mean, it was such a good match. I think these two, I hate that Janine struggled, mm-hmm. especially because I think Janine is great. Like, Audrey, what do you think of uh, this full match as a whole? I really enjoyed the match, but yeah, I hope that um, Janine will do better the next round. Like, maybe this was like a good preparation for her. Yeah. So, to continue. The, uh, I will what, say. The entire time when doing the post-match interviews with Roxy, Roxy was not allowing any other types of questions. Like, no, talk about this match, nothing else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was yep. like, mm-hmm, that's very interesting. I wonder, like, we got the singles player. We got, um, oh, and yeah, we can't, we can't forget to mention this. Brian did call Dungeon two weeks ago. Yes, Brian. Yep. You did do that. She Look, called, he called it. Yeah. And I mean, that's true. I mean, when you look at it, that's where you put her. Due to the storyline with the stars. And, and Brian was right. He he you, he looked at all the riddles. He was a Batman on here. He solved the riddle from the Riddler. Plus, By the way, if you haven't seen the Batman, go watch the Batman. Plus, behind the camera, if you think about it, this is probably the same day that they were... Um, they were shooting and guarantee you the dungeon was already there and you didn't need other managers there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, you got to remember, they did have all the managers there. Yeah, that is true. That was so. when Ethan was doing his entire... Mr. Irwin. Um, but yeah, um, Roxy wasn't allowing any other type of um, questions. So yeah, where does that lead? Where where do we see... Let's just go into the future, starting with Audrey. Where do hey, you see... Hey, we got, we got other stuff we got to talk about first. No, look, we're talking about this first. This is a but major development. But that's part of the geeky. Okay, fine. We'll wait for the geeky. <laughs> so now that we're done with the matches, congratulations to both ruling class and 
Mr. Irwin, two heel, two heel wins Vic, this year or this tonight. Yeah, um, we're gonna go over to the good. So we're gonna start with Audrey. Audrey, the show as a whole, the um, storylines that were told, the um, the show. What what in your mind? What was good about this show? I'd have to say the match, the questions were really challenging. Like a lot of, like, I mean, round one, I got a lot of them and I got some in the other rounds, but they were challenging. And I think that was good because, you know, like it's pushing them. And also too, like maybe for the next time they'll study more for future matches. Anything with the storylines that you thought was good? Okay, so I enjoyed the storyline, but I didn't enjoy it as much as the other back. I think that's getting into the bad. But the storyline, Flirtin Flaus, he was my favorite. <laughs> the Flaus, look, look, you gotta, you gotta lock your doors because I mean, the Flaus is stealing Audrey away from you. Uh, about Hello, that. Stinger. Uh, <laughs> look, the German superstars, the German superstars, are always number one in America. Not, uh, well, if you talk to Koi. <laughs> anyway, Luke, what do you what did you find good about this episode? I I was with Audrey. I thought the matches were great. I thought the matches were a lot of fun to watch. Um, I love seeing the flirt and flouse. I thought that was super fun. Uh, the movie guys reuniting is so much fun. That's what Brian, uh, Leo brings up. I I thought that it was really fun. Um, and Eli, what's your uh, what's your good before we dive into the chat? The way what I like again, the matches I feel like this week compared to last week. Not saying that last week had bad matches. I feel like the these matches this week were a whole lot stronger, and I feel like they were a little bit more competitive. Um, I also, man, the Flouse is gonna be like the new mascot of the Schmodown. I'm telling you right now, because the Flouse is like he he stole the show, and I really enjoyed the interplay of um andrew guy and mark ellis yes and i I enjoyed how the camera operators yes a little bit steadier yes that was so much better i i thank you for bringing that up because i i mean when we see i mean i don't think look i don't think they i think they already filmed that stuff before we um made that comment but like still Hey, we bring it up. If mm-hmm. if they change something from week to week, we always add it to the good because they change yeah. something to make it better. Um, and so let's dive into the chat. You have um, Brian. I like seeing the stats next to the players when they enter in the main event. Mm. Yes, I love that. That was so good. I think it shows it makes the history. It, it shows history, but it also makes it look, look a little bit more professional. And I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, movie guys reuniting. That was yeah. great. The FCL, former FCL champion. <sighs> He got it off of um, nefarious means. <laughs> it was a nefarious means. Bring back the spoiler, Nick Harley. Hashtag bring back the spoiler. Anyway, now oh, one sec. Uh, the the production quality has has already improved since the pay for you. A hundred percent. I agree yeah. with that completely. Yeah, that the, the production value from like has progressed on the upward slope, but now. With everything that's good, there has to be a little bit of bad. So going into the bad, Audrey, what did you not uh, like about today's episode? Or what you know what I'm talking about? Oh, well, I had to stop myself, but 
I don't know, like the storyline, I think I enjoyed last week's better. Like, mm. I don't know what it was, but I don't know, it just seemed kind of bland. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I feel like Luke and I have an idea of what you're thinking about. Because we talked about it a little bit earlier, and I think he and I have an idea, but I'm not going to talk yet because it's Luke's turn. <laughs> I think the my my reasoning why I think on the storyline part, and then I'll, I'll go and find other, ne- other negatives. For storyline, I think this was a lot of trying to conclude story from last week with Ethan Irwin and Janine. But I did not enjoy that they didn't really give us much story for the next weeks. And you don't have a continuous story for the whole Schmodown as a whole. I do think you kind of need that for Titans so that, oh, I need to watch the next episode. I need to watch this next episode. Like right now for episode three, the only thing we were really given was the movie guys reuniting in a way. And uh, you bring in JT and... Wow, what's his name? Paul Preston. Paul Preston. Wow, I apologize. Wow. Especially to I know it was it's been a day. Don't you remember last year we were like how how like behind them we were, him and his I, partner? But honestly, I think they're gonna be a great team, but that's not fully story. And mm-hmm. I don't think we were given much story this episode. I think we're gonna get a lot next week, but I can tell. And then my my really major negative for right now anyway, and I hope this changes. I am not enjoying the thumbnails for the showdown at the moment. I, I know it's picky on a analytics on a show. Oh, I am. <laughs> but if I were to show someone the thumbnail for these episodes, I don't think the average fan is going to click on them. There's not enough detail or information when you look at the thumbnails that I, someone that is not a Schmodown fan will click like it, you don't know who's playing you don't and we and we at least have an idea what what's who's been playing and everything else and so I think that's a problem I, I really do I think they need to change up the thumbnails a little bit to either give some players into the thumbnail or Give some personal because when you look at them, yeah, they look cool for someone who knows what's going on, who's already a fan for the Smowdown. But this season, we're getting new fans. We're getting an Audrey. Yeah. And I love that she's joined. And so we want to gain more people like Audrey. We want new fans. And to get new fans, you want a thumbnail that, you know, is very clickable, that looks really professional looking. I just this season, and it might just be me because I'm picky which I am, <laughs> but I just don't think the thumbnails have been as well thought out. At, and I'm not saying they don't look good because I actually do think they look really good. Like whoever's doing them is doing an incredible job. I just don't think they're as clickable and as uh, inviting as other years have. Like when you look at the, the, where they break out off the matches for the, like the thumbnails for the matches, I'm not enjoying the color scheme and how they're they're looking on those. They don't look as good as other seasons, I, I, I don't think. And so I think that's my major issue because I do want to see the Schmodown grow and get bigger and better. And the only way that happens is if the if you get new fans in and you know, as I've been doing more and more with uh, with the YouTube channel, Thumbnails matter more than anything else on YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they just do. They make such a difference. And so, and I get where they, they're coming from. The green color scheme really matches Titans, which is really cool. That's why our show is green. And that's why also they, because it's my favorite color. Yes. And uh, Green's that's a good why you, color. Oh, yeah. Look, the freaking um, don't hug me. I'm scared. People are saying green is not an imaginative color. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But also you like when you look at the thumbnails, they're putting in like pictures of whatever questions are being asked. And I like the idea of that. I really do. That's why we used it for our thumbnail. But I do think you need a personal touch when you see these these thumbnails. Like when you look at the WWE thumbnails, you're seeing a person mm -hmm. and you need to see that person to click. That's why if you look at the biggest YouTubers, the most uh, popular stuff, the, the thumbnails always have a personal face to it. So that's why I say I, I, I'm sad. I, I'm not sad, but I'm hoping that they can work on it. Like Brian's, Brian said here, thumbnails equal viewers. And he yeah. hates the the time codes. <laughs> and and I wanted to bring something up. I wanted to um, share screen, share screen. I, I there's a re, there's a there's a method to my madness right now. So here is something. If you see right here, this is oh crud. Uh, there we go. So look, this is what a thumbnail from last year looks like. Compared to this year that doesn't have any of the competitors. And like you don't know what to look forward to. And this is something I'm sort of thinking that maybe they need to, as you were saying earlier, like maybe they need to start like putting the um, players on the thumbnails. That way people can know like, oh, okay, these people are going to be in it. They are playing. And yeah. Well, I, I don't disagree. I think a lot of that is because they want the surprise. They want to get the surprise, and I get I get it. I get why they want a surprise. Mm -hmm. Because they don't want they, they want you to go to the next episode and want you to be excited about it, but it doesn't play well on the replay. I think that's mm -hmm. your, that's the problem. It plays well on the average the fan that's gonna be there every week. It makes them excited, but it does not help. Like, all right, the episode with Doug Benson on it. That's a great episode where you really push Doug Benson. And I think they're doing that on the other ones. But for your big event, you want to get these celebrities' names out there more. And well, I would say... To go. I would say at least have the main event players on the thumbnail. You don't need, like, the undercard. You can still keep that a surprise, but at least the main event. Yeah, I, at I don't At least disagree. the main event. But now, my negatives. Oh, no. This could be bad. <laughs> I agree with both of you on the storylines, and I feel like the reason why we're everyone here is like, oh, the storyline's not. It's because none of the storylines this week were connected. And by connected, I don't mean this storyline was connected to this match, this, story, this little um, segment was connected to this. But I mean, like, if you saw last week, we were raving about the segment because it, they were all connected to Ethan Irwin that led into this big boom challenge heel turn and this show lacked that it did not have a storyline throughout the entire episode it was just Christian talking to Gucci whisper whisper we'll find out later 
Then Flouse challenges um, Shazam and Koi for a title match. And that leads to the match. And then it was Janine is in the dungeon. And that led to this match. And then it ended with, oh, we're about to reveal what the match is. And then post credit scene, um, Paul Preston and JTE are a team. There's no, there was really no connecting tissue throughout all of the storylines because they all felt separate or the segments felt separate. And I really feel like it would have been nice. And I mentioned this to you, Luke. I think it would have been better of an idea to have um, at the very beginning reveal that it's going to be Barbarian versus Sam Levine. Like at the very top of the show, reveal that. That way when we get done with the main event, we could do a little face-to-face with Barbarian and Sam. Right before like, it's like, oh, in one week we'll be playing each other. But right now I'm just going to, we're just going to have a war of words with each other and you know like something like that it's that could have been the story like everyone's talking about oh my goodness we're about to sam's gonna be playing barbarian in his first match back oh my goodness which i think all of us sort of guessed that was gonna be the match for the number one contendership match i feel like everyone guessed that but yeah like they all just felt disjointed and i and they didn't feel there wasn't one through line through the show. There were multiple through lines, but there wasn't one through line. Like some of my favorite episodes of SmackDown and Raw is when there is one storyline playing out throughout the entire show. And to me, those are the best episodes of those wrestling programs, in my opinion. Another negative that I had was this episode, <laughs> excuse you, this episode yeah. felt more like. Ah, here's a moment. Here's a moment. Like, oh, Janine's joining the dungeon. Moment. Oh, Sam versus um, Barbarian. Moment. Again, it was just moments, not a full story. And again, that's my biggest complaint about this week's episode is that the matches were stronger than the storyline. And and Christian really wants to push the storylines. And I'm like, Christian... I know if you're watching this, I want you to know this is me trying to give constructive criticism, not just full out hating on you. But I feel like if you want to focus on the storylines, the storylines need to be as strong, if not stronger than the matches. And this week, the matches were very strong, but the storylines weren't. And I think, or at least the segments weren't. And I think at least that's where for me, the show wasn't as good as last week's. Well, and let's let's be honest, and and we'll bring this up with it's still early enough. I think they will iron out the kinks as the season goes on. Yes, I agree. And this is something we always gotta remember too. Whenever you're watching a TV show, the second episode is never as good as the first episode. Yeah, it but gets better. It gets better. Th- oh yeah, we'll go dive this into the yeah. geeky. Well, no, 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 no. Let's bring up the um the what the chat has to say about their their negatives about the show. there's not <laughs> that was the well last there, thing. well no there there's one there's one um uh, brian nussbaum here i've oh. been hating the time codes i brought that up well i didn't see it and as brian nussbaum said agreeing with you thumbnail equals viewers yeah and yeah so- like look i just wanted to bring bring stuff up you know bring involve the chat man so diving into the geeky. Oh, there we go. 
Uh, I'll start out. Oh, 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 we're going to start. All right, go. I was just going to start out just because I was uh, already um, just bringing up the fact the one really good thing, which I'm so excited about, and this is, I, I mean, it's not just good. This is just really exciting is the fact that we are complaining about something that last season we didn't have anything exactly. of. Like the fact that the matches were incredible and that's not we're we're coming out of this saying oh the matches were great but we wanted more storyline that's such a good problem to have because last yeah. season that's all we had was was this the game but now i think we are yearning and wanting a show and that's such a good thing I, that's a testament to christian yeah the fact that he can get us to the point where we want the show over just the matches and that is a testament to what he's doing with titans i think titans is really going into a strong i think this next week is going to be much better we have our criticisms but they can always be worked on and i am so excited for what this upcoming episode is especially if they start to bring in more storyline i don't have a ton of storyline stuff to go into other than i'm super excited to see barbarian versus uh sam this next week a hundred percent if there was if there was a better definition besides adam collins and dan murrow if there was a better definition of old school versus new school this is the match of old school versus new school and this is a must win for audrey because if barbarian (laughs) wins she gets a point because we don't know the undercard but if if barbarian doesn't then She's still with the goose egg. But I want, because we're in the geeky and the flirting flouse has won the heart of one Audrey Stoddard. <laughs> Audrey, please just geek out about the flirting flouse. All right, the flirting flouse. He was fun. I really like, I like that. Uh, I like, y'all said that he was around at one point and they brought him back. I think that's cool. I also too, just uh, talking about the characters of the House of Flouse. So the one I got to talk about. This is just me being weird, my geeky. This is my quirkiness that Luke will go on about. Okay, so the one dude in the house of Flouse. Mm-hmm. I know he was in character with the blue lipstick. All yeah. I kept thinking was, dude, you look like you just ate a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. How could you say yeah. that about Whitney? I love it so much. I love it so much. <laughs> Lollipop before then. Mm-hmm. That's what they <laughs> want you to think. Okay, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> oh, that made yeah. my night. That made my night. So, so before we officially end it, because we know what the main event is, and because the pay per view is not that far around the corner, we know both of the matches for the pay per view, so we can do predictions for those. Since it's the main event and it's to see who is going to be playing the champion Marisol McKee, Audrey, who do you have? No, this way. Who do you have winning this match? Barbarian or Sam Levine? I feel like I know who you're going to say, but. I mean, the Barbarian, that just sounds epic. So. <laughs> Go for right. it. <laughs> well, I already I already revealed my pick early on. I was saying Sam. So Luke, you're the who do you think? Uh, uh, this is this is difficult. Let me pull up the chat because I'm still deciding. Uh 
you got Leo. I have Barbarian facing Marisol. Um, Bar Brian, I got Sam facing Marisol. I think I'm because gonna... here's my wait. Let me explain my reason for Sam. That way, it gives you more time to think. Sam, when he was managing last year, um, he he was basically answering, playing the game along with his um his clients. Like if you if you, anyone ever goes back to watch the live match that Drew McWeeney had against Ty Lieberman, Sam was in the back answering those questions behind Drew. You could see it. And so I don't think Sam has ever lost his edge. I think he's been, honestly, I bet he's been ready to play again for like the moment he left. I feel like he was ready to get back into it. And so that's why I think he's, that's why I think he's going to pick up the win. I think I'm agreeing with you, Eli. I think I've got to go with Sam just because also, let's be honest, Barbarian is a great player. But he has some weird losses. Mm -hmm. Drew McWeeny. Oh, yeah. He reminds me of a Drew McWeeny. And he also reminds me of a Brandon Hanna. Interesting. A player, a player where you would, who you would assume when you watch him, he should have more wins on his record than he does. And that ends up after the, after the losses he gets, people forget about him. Same thing as Brandon Hanna. It just happens a lot. And... So it's kind of sad to be that way, but I think I got to go with uh, Sam. Uh, Brian is the question is, will Gucci show up? That's gonna be I feel like I think Gucci will show up. He'll finally show up to manage one of his players. And Audrey has um, Barbarian. We have Sam because insider information. Also, he met because he managed. He knows the rule book like the back of his hand. So if there, here's a new question. Because Sam is very notorious for challenges, how many challenges will be thrown out in this one match? Oh my gosh. Who mm. knows? So but, here, here's the next thing before we end for today. What is your galaxy star for this episode? Uh, one Between one and five. Audrey? Probably about a four, three or four. Okay. I gotta go. I think I'm going three. I think it's not a perfect episode. It was fun. I, I enjoyed the matches themselves, but I think the storyline was very lacking. I think I gave last week like a four and a half. So mm -hmm. I gotta get, give this one a three. Just gotta be honest. Though the matches were very strong, and that would have like the matches alone would have like pushed it up there. The storylines were not at. Excuse me. The storylines were not as enticing. So the the matches sort of like that negates the storyline, and because they weren't as enticing as last week, they bring it down a whole like they bring it down. So I'm gonna have to give this one a three out of five. Like it was an okay show. It was an okay. Yeah. The, again, the matches were fun, but when it comes to the part part that Christian really wants to push forward, which is the storylines, it's one of those that much was very lacking in my opinion. But with all that being said, that has been our show, everybody. I would like to thank Audrey Stuttered. I'd like to thank Luke Stuttered. And I'd like to thank myself for a great show, in my opinion. We had great fan interaction. We're gonna, I'm going to bring up this last comment right here. Sam Levine also has Rachel in his corner. That is right. Sam will always have Rachel in his corner. 
And with all that being said, I've thanked everyone. We've thanked the chat. And I hope you all have a great rest of the day.